Molwini and welcome to the Conversations with Langosi podcast. I'm Langosi, the host, and this is where we get into the unfiltering of the truth that is being presented to us, children of the soil. What good is a truth that is quoted in the sweetness of deception? Hmm. <laughs> To the family, Molweni, my loves, and to you who is a newbie, welcome. Welcome. Now, before we start with today's episode, let me just complain a little bit because what in the actual balloons is happening? Not our ministers coming out to say that Bona they need electricity Labatala Kwana 24 hours because they must be easily accessible. And so the ministers um of South Africa are not affected by load shedding. It makes me ask again, is what you guys are telling us, Tina Apagwimija, true or not at this point about load shedding? Or is it all just propaganda? And it wouldn't make sense for us to be a country that suffers a, the, the, this, this pandemic called load shedding. We suffer from this pandemic called load shedding. And yet we are busy supplying other neighboring countries with electricity and they have never complained about any power outage or shortage. So I don't know if this comes with being a part of the fake rainbow nation. Because what in the actual bananas? <laughs> Let's get into today's episode. We are talking about none other than... The Queen Bee, I refer to her as the Queen Bee, La Sikulumango, Dr. Mpopalatse, the former executive mayor of the city of Johannesburg and the first female mayor of the city of Johannesburg. lady guys still remains the first female mayor of the city of Johannesburg despite only being in office for a period of 10 months Dr. Mpopalatse is the girl she thinks she is but not for the political scene unless she leaves the smurfs and is booked into a back-to-back political school Sundays literally because the smurfs when it comes to political education, hey, okay, let us get into today's episode. So, who is Dr. Mpo Palatze? Well, Dr. Palatze is a Tswane baby and is no stranger to its surrounding countryside. 
As a student, she lived with her grandmother in a village called Hebron before joining her parents in a township and later a suburb. She credits her upbringing for her newfound political career, legit. So whenever people ask her, what inspired you? My upbringing, that's literally what she says. Anywho, the doctor made history when she became the first female mayor of Johannesburg in November 2021. She holds a doctorate in medicine from the Sifako Mahatu Health Services University. Guys, <laughs> our Queen Bee is also a medical doctor with an experience, not just a medical doctor with a qualification. She has experience in the health sector. In an interview on ENCA, she did share her story and you know she spoke about her time as an emergency doctor for the alexandra clinic and how her experience opened her eyes to the cruelties of this world and the effects of crime in the community and one's health legit she always had a drive to serve humanity and this is no secret this is no secret um, but get in the political space, especially if you're going to be among Smurfs, right? Um, to be a medical doctor with an experience on how things work in the health sector is a green flag. That is a big tick. Okay, that's a gold medal, a gold star on your forehead. Because when she joined the DA in 2016, they did not hesitate. They didn't waste time. They elected her. And she was also appointed as the MMC for health and social services in the city of Johannesburg between August 2016 and October 2019. Now, during her time as the executive city councillor, she achieved her goal and extended the working hours for all clinics in the city, as well as the city's multifaceted substance abuse prevention and treatment strategy, among other initiatives. Um, her campaign manager also had, you know, positive things to say about her. My question is then this. Why did he not advise her about the dangers of being an arrogant leader? Or is it a smurf thing? Their ignorance to reality is way too loud. I say this because during the time of her campaign, her campaign manager sounded smart and he even shared a gem. And I'm going to read it, guys, because this is a gem and this is a gem that should have been kept a gem and treated like a gem. But unfortunately, that did not happen. This is what he said. In this environment where no party has a majority, you are fighting to get a configuration where your partners guarantee you five years of stability. Very wise words coming from someone from the DA when we all know how the Democratic Alliance is. They are for the minority. It will not make sense for them to start catering to the majority because they were created to cater to and to represent the views of and to speak for and deliver for the minority and not the majority, right? So for someone in a minority, for them to say this, you'd think there's something that would come out of it, right? Hey, <laughs> you thought wrong. This statement should have been something that they, the Smurfs, affirm every morning so that they could act like their words and not just have bangers that have our hands clapping for a few seconds. It is no secret that the Smurfs are arrogant little blues, okay? And so when it comes to coalition, you can ask anyone that has been in coalition with these people. Maybe they are lenient with the other minority being FF+, plus, um, but with the others that are actually uh, full of natives, black people, 
they are not understanding they are not open to discussing anything this and this man's words are just they are a song that we sing and then like how we sang the freedom charter you know for 29 to 30 years that this is this, these people's faults as well legit i don't even know why i keep on saying legit <laughs> anywho stick around so that in the next segment we get into what happened what led to her demise or demise but we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about it because why the queen bee seems to be buzzing a lot and you know she's buzzing but she's not buzzing the way she should be you know you are busy buzzing but you sound like a wasp when you are a bee and it's a problem because you're a bee you're not a wasp you know you cannot be out here buzzing like a wasp when the wasps are the ones who actually kicked you out of your hive as the queen bee but like i said when we come back from this short break we're going to get into what happened what led to dr paul palace being unseated as the executive mayor of the city of johannesburg and let me tell you a small lalanyana something it had nothing to do with action essay or the patriotic alliance everything revolves around the smurfs when the smurfs are around so the smurfs must also be able to sit down and point fingers towards themselves and among themselves and question one another instead of trying to blame people outside but then again what do privileged people know about accountability what happened seeing that she climbed the ladder of excellence within the ranks of the DA without being spoon-fed by the founders she quickly became a threat i say this because like i said earlier on in the first segment when you are a a, a, um, a successful black person or black academic you are perfect for parties like that of the smurfs smurfville will welcome you because you are the perfect puppet that they could use to do what they want to do so when i say that she climbed the ladder of excellence within the ranks she did it was at a time where there was a shortage uh, of women in the democratic alliance especially here in the city of johannesburg and yes despite there being women women like poor people that are courageous people that are intelligent people that are politically blind um because it's perfect that way um the smurfs get to control that aspect of what is required for you um and an end you know um so she quickly climbed you know the ladder of excellence and you know she became popalate without being spoon-fed by the founders and so she quickly became a threat to the worms now the mistake the worms may have made was to think that they could control her every move like they did those who came before her now it is no secret that this party is anti-black and anti-poor and what is happening to the doctor is proof and i don't know how many other people have to come and experience this thing in order for them to see and understand that the smurfs will never be for them because like i said they represent the minority and they they are very firm on it and i think that is also what has prolonged um their existence and their presence when it comes to the political 
the environment that we find ourselves in legit i don't know why i keep on saying legit unless the shop legit is calling me i really don't know let me try minimize the legit thing because it does not make sense hey bo so the mistake they made was to think that they could control her and that was the problem i really thought Tori, you know they, they screen these people here and there to check how 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 far they can actually push them you know and and how far or or, or how short they can they can and they can cut their trip or their duration you know it becomes a problem when that person is smart and is intelligent and that person is very sure like i said she's a queen bee this lady knows who she is she knows she knows i am a gem and she also knows that she holds qualifications that not even these founders have <laughs> and that that is not good that is just not good it isn't it is not good anywho they can never be a perfect leader but it is that leader's party that protects them when the firing of shots begins now at first i wondered why it seemed like the smurfs were dragging their feet when it came to rising to her defense whenever her rivals threatened her you know um but then again when i actually started digging i realized it's okay I cannot expect the minority to stand up for her. It's even worse. She's not even mixed, so it makes things worse, ne? Um, but they're not gonna come and defend her because she's not Stiany Stiany. She's not Wom Stianazen. She's not Danny H, and she's not Papas, right? This is Palace. This is Paul Palace. Not even Patricia. No, this is Palace. Meaning, and so let the darkies defend the darkies and then we'll just act like we're concerned because we have to so that other darkies don't see us for what we truly are even though they do but you know just you know um to, to buy face and that is exactly what happened here because her being uh, booted out of that seat could have easily been avoided if her advisors were genuine and the higher-ups actually truly cared about the city of Johannesburg and that coalition, literally. Um, this is why I don't think it's, it's fair for her to point fingers outside to people that are not within her own party. And I don't know if it, it comes with being politically drunk, you know, because you're not sober, you're drunk, and you're drunk on satire, you know, or if it's just a smurf thing even for the the fake smurfs that are recruited by the original smurfs you know because they're puppets so when i started digging and i looked into reasons as to why you know these parties uh, uh, built up the, the, the this 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 resentment they have towards her i was met with a list of self-inflicted mistakes that she had committed. And like I said, the Smurfs were probably keeping tabs on. And so I'm going to give you my top four. Please do note that they're not in order. But this is my top four. This is what I think um, contributed to what she's experiencing. Outside her just being a successful black person that knows that they're successful. That knows that they're beautiful. That knows that they are who they think they are but 
a person that does not understand what power is because they've never really been exposed to power in that way. Every time they are exposed to power, it's borrowed. And that's a problem. And this was the problem. Yeah, she was just a face, but she wasn't running that city. mistake number one number one the first mistake that she made the first mistake in my eyes was when she was still the MMC of health and social services in Johannesburg and then there was a, a, a South African Friends of Israel national conference which was held in 2018 where she made a declaration that set political parties into a frenzy. And I say this because she and she went on then on the podium, she held that mic and she declared that she and the city of Johannesburg are friends of Israel and that Johannes yeah and that Israel is a friend of hers and the city of Johannesburg. Even polishing it off with the shalom, shalom, guys. Eh, shalom, shalom. And anyone that knows how this lady speaks can imagine how people's blood was boiling because we're not blind to what is happening to the Palestinians. We are not blind to the Israeli apartheid. So for an entire MMC of the city of Joburg to go... On, on, onto a podium at a South African Friends of Israel. The mere fact that she attended this national conference for me, she didn't even have to say much. The fact that she attended it is enough. Her going and speaking, I that was worse. It was just, yeah, she was like, I am here, I have arrived. You guys are going to know me. <laughs> I'm going to do this thing and you're going to feel me. And you know when she did that, she exposed, like I said, her political, uh, her, her limited political knowledge, literally. Because she showed her, despite South Africa's diplomat, diplomatic policy and not being given the green light from the mayor or her committee, she will still do what she feels uh, the need to do. So this also exposed her because again this means when Omama's ego starts doing the thing she listens to the ego and she forgets that she's a public servant and public servants have an image they need to uphold these people are government meaning they need to carry themselves a particular way and even if they don't agree with certain things but because that is the stance that has been taken then uh, you really need to fall in line which she did not she didn't and her utterance ne, at this conference led to her immediate suspension. And guess who the mayor was at the time? Uncle Herman Mashaba. Everybody. Woo! Yes, it was Uncle Herman. That is who um, um, the mayor was at the time. So she was suspended 
by Uncle Herman. Why am I busy repeating his name? Because he comes back. He comes back at a later stage in this episode. So sit back and listen because we are still stuck on number one. Um, so um, the ANC, Johannesburg Caucus, strongly condemned her actions and they unequivocally distanced themselves from her utterances in a statement anchoring their stance on supporting the people of Palestine. The EFF Johannesburg Caucus said that it was deeply disturbed by the chronically incompetent statement and called for Mashaba to remove her. Not suspend, remove. I hope you're, you're, you're keeping tabs, ne? They called her statement juvenile and ignorant of the geopolitical landscape of the Middle East. You know, they went on to say that the MMC has essentially, in her moments of infantile fascism, recognized the vicious state of Israel on our behalf and reduced the entire city to Trump's level of political illiteracy. One thing I like about the Reds, I love them so much. Okay? The Red ones, they, I call them the Red Reds, the Reds, is they do not hold back. Those people speak. They speak, they speak and they don't sugarcoat. You understand? They don't sugarcoat. If they're going to use jargon, they're going to use it, but you're going to see why they used it. Because if they didn't use jargon, that means they were going to use strong language. And we cannot have a in between nah, censored uh, sounds interfering with our episode, right? So our recording, it cannot happen. <laughs> but I like the Red Party for being honest and, and, and straightforward irregardless of how people are going to feel at the time if it's the truth then i might as well just put it like that big ups actually to uncle julie uncle julie is for that because they follow uh, the leads of their superiors and i must say leadership EFF is very it's proper like into him you know like literally um, so despite everything that happened, right, the shalom, shalom, and now her being suspended by Herman, and Herman had to suspend her because you know he's leading this coalition. Also, he's fighting among the Smurfs, so now he's trying to keep this thing together. But how is he going to keep it together when one of the MMCs is busy floating because she sees cameras? And Kiriana, she likes controversy. You know, she's a sensationalist. So how is he now going to do all of that when there's this problem, right? Um, and I also do not think he was going to suspend her if it weren't for the outrage that it had caused, you know, because he did something that Herman himself wouldn't have done, even if those were his views. It tells you something. Yes, he's a business person. And I like saying certain businessmen should not be in the political scene, but I feel like he has more understanding on politics or more political knowledge than she has and so he was wise to do certain things and wise to not do other things now despite the smurfs attempt to save themselves here um because they kept quiet they kept quiet when this happened and this is why i'm saying when we sit down and we look at these things it was all self-inflicted you know they kept quiet um but they didn't keep quiet because um, they, 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 they just, you know, they didn't keep quiet because they had nothing to say. 
They kept quiet because one, she was speaking on their behalf, yes. But who sent her? Did they send her? No. So do they owe us an explanation? No. But whose views was she representing theirs? But do they owe us an explanation? No, they don't. They don't. No, they don't. And so what did they do? They stooped to the lowest of the lowest of levels. But I think this was also something that she should have looked at. Why did the seniors keep quiet and distance themselves from her statement by sending a student organization federal leader, Yusuf Kassin, the Daso federal leader, to speak on the matter? I mean, Stianazen is one to jump. Auntie H is, is a very opinionated person. But what came to defending Mpohia? Why did people... Why was it crickets? Why was it crickets? Why was it crickets? And Yusuf Kassin, an entire student leader. So you're trying to tell me, this student leader must go. I'm not saying it's we mustn't call out our seniors. But I'm saying, based on my own personal experience in the space, being a student leader in a student organization that is linked to the African National Congress, and, and there were certain things that we could do and certain things that we can't. Even when it came to calling out leaders, hey, yeah, they were actually... There was a price to pay for that if you went about it the wrong way. Because again, there's a constitution, there are policies that guide organizations, you know, and, and how we are also to carry ourselves. And yes, we are leaders, we are equal, but we are not when you look at it in other through other lenses. So there's still a level of respect, you know, that one must still maintain, even when you are not happy with something. When you're going to point out the wrongs of something, you understand. So I didn't understand why they had to send this guy to speak on the matter. And he was very quick to say that her views were not a representation of the views by the DA and that charges against her would be laid accordingly. They sent a child to go and Yeshisa her steamer and she didn't even see this. Now this was the first red flag. I say this because as a student leader and as a, a, a political activist, and a writer right and a person with an opinion and i try by all means to be biased towards black people but i do try to be objective when it comes to mistakes that we make that some of us can learn from when you have been silenced through a small child it tells you that the seniors do not recognize you they don't see you you're just there for the sake of being there and because they you you should be there you know they need you but they don't want to admit it when you want to be there because you want 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 they need you and that's what pisses them off you want 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 and you know that they need you and you float on that wave but there's only so much that they can tolerate right so when you start misbehaving these are the small things that they use to show you that they don't see you because what stops them from coming to her and literally calling her into order? Now that was mistake number one. The Friends of Israel statement that she, she, she made when she went and she declared that we were friends of people that are busy 
know and it comes to the issue of palestine i my blood begins to boil because it's been going on for so long now now to have a person like that and that's the problem with 702 blacks they're like that stick around we're gonna get into the second the third and the fourth and then yeah the day she was removed and then a smalling and an ad and then we'll come back <laughs> her second mistake her second mistake well her second mistake was when the community of Dikluf were struck by darkness for weeks without end and she decided to stand by ESCOM instead of by her people and then she shifted the blame to those who did not pay their debts and she did not approach the matter like a leader and that my friends left a bitter taste in all of our mouths for the higher ups i'm sure it was another banger because they were like yes good another one bring it bring it and paul come on else with it because why did they not reprimand her at first you see so this means they were comfortable with the mistakes that she was making i guess and let me tell you, she was making them, they were advising her throughout. Especially when it came to the, these ones that I'm going to get into. Um, um, so yeah, when the community of Dikluf lived in darkness, my question is, did she forget the promises that she made to the people of Johannesburg? Because when you talk about Johannesburg, you're talking about Johannesburg, the entire Johannesburg. You're not just referring to greater Johannesburg and then there's part of you're talking about Joburg right you don't exclude the people of Soweto and just speak to the people you don't do that you don't choose you don't choose when you're a leader you lead whether you like it or not you must lead those people whether they like you or they don't it is your responsibility uh, responsibility to ensure that the people that you are leading are well taken care of if you are a public servant deliver they have grievances hear them out so you're gonna silence people is is that it and 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 what and defend businesses the privileged ones private institutions is that where we're at no that's not what should be doing what you should be doing sister especially as you shouldn't have done that that was the biggest red flag and if people don't remember the shalom shalom situation i'm sure they remember this one because you're very arrogant that is what you wear you wear and i asked myself was all that talk on the interview about your experience in alex and the change that you wanted to implement just for show was it just for show was it part of the scripts that you were given so that you could sound relatable to ask people on the ground? Because the residents of Deep Grove were plunged into darkness for weeks due to cable theft, electricity diversion, and outstanding bills which affect the entire township's grid. Now, instead of standing by your people and sympathizing with them, where now Queen B, you stood by ESCOM and you defended it shifting the blame onto the residents of deep Kloof by calling on them to pay their debts now for one to be arrogant and blind to the truth is another thing 
how does one even link cable theft to outstanding bills? So you're trying to tell me because I didn't pay 50 rand last month. That's the reason there was cable theft. Uh Uh-uh. No. Even a grade 3 pupil will know that that's not it. That is not right. It doesn't sound right. It just does not sit well. No. And she was also rude in her response because according to her, like I said earlier on, like now now, a few minutes ago, the issue was far from being a humanitarian one, in her own words, but a sustainability issue. Sustainability. A community is plunged into darkness for weeks. You are telling us it's not a humanitarian issue, it's a sustainability. So what must people eat? Where must they bath? In darkness, what happens? Does crime not increase? And then how do the clinics in that area operate? What happens when there's an emergency? The robots, the traffic? Did we think? No, we didn't. We just thought about sustainability. Because why? We are privileged. That is why. Her attitude towards the community of Deep Blue was distasteful. And she chose to deal with the matter from a place of privilege. Which reignited that special Israeli shalom shalom flame. That got tongues wagging. Because like I said, she likes controversy. This itself was very controversial. And when Ms. Funzani Matsila, um, former Fees Must Fall activist, was asked about her view on this, she had this to say. She speaks as if she's ESCOM spokesperson rather than a public servant. Her mannerisms and principles are very anti-poor. No lies. Usus Matsila did not lie. She speaks for me and everyone else at this point because she was not lying. Now, uh, Queen B, let me tell you in case you forgot, ne? it is no secret that the blue party is that of white bourgeoisie. You exude this energy and everything about you as a public servant screams privilege. But there's a mistake you're making. You are black. You are a black person. So her third mistake was when she actually won that unexpected showdown with original Smurfs. I say it's unexpected because, yeah, we all did not expect it. We did not see it coming. It started off very weird. I thought that it was a small twirl, you know, but it actually wasn't. And so, and but either way, she won that war, and I don't think that was what they would have anticipated. Now, when that distasteful comment found itself on her timeline, like I said, 
you know my mistake was to think it was small but when i was doing this and compiling um my research i realized that that tweet was actually an indication of danger and it was a warning a warning because she received a minor one a mini warning when she was still mmc but it, it seems that warning it, it it wasn't that you know and i don't think she had made that much of an error for the higher ups to get rid of her completely but yeah mistake number 3 mistake number 3 was a warning and they didn't even have to send a student leader from taso i ah ah the founders came down themselves and they were like honey hello yes this party is for those who founded it your presence garners the support of the ones we despise because they are the majority at the end of the day and we we know that and we understand we've accepted but the thing is you're excelling far too much and we don't like it because now we're no longer celebrating ours the minority but you and it's a problem that attention should be going to Tanya perhaps or Papas not you and so that is what i feel happened on that that tweet that, that that's literally the energy that i am getting from the twirl that she had with the worms now when a puppet starts to outshine its master in an unexpected manner the master will flip the script and complicate things for the puppet just to reaffirm or flaunt his power and that is exactly what happened that is exactly what we saw that is exactly what happened this is literally what happened the masters were like i you're you're shining far too much and vele we are papa but now the problem is you're getting this attention you are such a golden girl we cannot stand it tanya should be the golden girl even though they didn't mention her name Oh and I like Romeo with Kenika. She's so chilled. Like you true. She's disconnected from the ground here. Hi guys. But she's a chilled mulungu. Shame. Literally. But the master will flip the script to complicate things for that puppet. Just to remind the puppet of who the master is, who is in charge actually. Now that comment was clearly an indication from the original smurfs and her response her response guys was uncalled for because she put them in their place very very quickly and she embarrassed them any nanny she embarrassed them if we are to be honest whoops comment wasn't necessary it was very irrelevant but the tone was aggressive that tone that one was very aggressive and the queen bee she didn't care about the tone she saw an opportunity like i said she's a, a controversial person a sensationalist to jump at it and silence these words put them in their place and so she did <laughs> she buzzed her way all up into their nostrils and they just had to come for her now i don't know this is the third reason the third mistake that she made i don't know if you guys think it's still fair 
for them to call others out instead of themselves. It is unfair to call out others outside your home when your fingers start pointing outside your gates and into the homes and the yards of others. You will remain blind to the truth which isn't too far from you. Is it really action essays fault and all the others that have been called out? I mean, Wom's tone was off. The comment was lame, I get it. But did you, Mepalate, give yourself time to sit down and try remember or think of a black leader who stood their ground when they were being bullied by the higher ups and lasted for long in the in Smurfville? Because I cannot think of anyone at this point. I thought Van Damme was going to be the fighter, but and she was just there like, yeah, I am done here. Like, uh-uh. My energy could definitely go elsewhere. Not here. Because you guys do not deserve me. So if Pandam, Oh, yeah, Napumzi. Oh, Fabian. She's swati, by the way. Um, was like, ah. Then. Then. Where are the little my money? Pandam. Mazibugo. And Maloyinaho. I asked. Why is it that Worm decided to come for you like that when you have been doing exceptionally well? <laughs> the timing of things is not too far apart. Not too far apart. Literally. Because it's clear, this man could not wait for another time to tweet or find another way to comment like that without grabbing our attention. A person who is confident enough to undermine you on public platforms is not a force and is not a friend of yours. And the spat occurred not long after they updated the public on its outcomes. This is the thing. This is why I'm saying this man's spats make no sense. But then again, it didn't have to make sense. As long as he got his message across, that's all that mattered. Because this fight occurred when the worm was commenting on apparently the, the, the Smurfs were having some strategic planning session that they normally have, especially when you are governing a, a municipality or a city, you know, where they come and they discuss and they, they check if they're, they're doing well, progress, whatsoever, suggestions, none, none. So she was briefing people about it. And that's where worm was like, let me come for you and just, yeah, let me just talk about you. You. And, and how you need to go and, and focus on repairing pavements, potholes, and traffic lights. Now, this is a comment that you'd expect from a leader from the opposition, not one of the founders of the organization that you claim to be a member of and a leader of. Now, um, it was her response to the attacker that shook their foundations because, again, like I said, Mugel is the girl she thinks she is. She did not take kindly to his criticism and she responded to his tweet by saying, You are too old for this Twitter trolling behavior of yours. If you want to contribute constructively to the rebuilding of the city, please send an email to mikemo at johannesburg.org.za guys this response <laughs> yay 
Her response was met by a sweet warning from the former DA deputy chief whip who said her comment was extremely distasteful and disrespectful to say the least. If it were not for Tony, the DP or DA would not exist and you certainly would not be the mayor. A little humility is in order. Wim Waters just had to snap Ndabantu. He was like, I am Wim Waters and water holds memory. <laughs> Let me remind you, you wouldn't be where you are if it was not for the people who founded it. And he wasted no time when he issued that sweet warning. But yeah, like I said, the Queen Bee was ready. This did not throw her off. She responded to these wasps and she said... What's even more concerning is that you actually believe what you've written. The people of the DA make the party. Each and every single... I'm not even going to finish it because you cannot be this blind. This is why I said politically they did not because they didn't see the need. And I don't think she sat down to think when she was responding. Yeah, now she was probably just out there like, you're not going to embarrass me. I'm the first female mayor. I'm a media darling. I'm loved. Okay, I'm a woman. Woman power. We're in this. We're in it. We're killing it. You know, and then she responded with that. You know, so the funny thing is about both of her responses, despite her firing shots and flaunting her intelligence and, and putting people in their place, she did not do it in a way that a leader would do when it comes to addressing your seniors or calling your seniors into order. And if you're also going to come and tell one of the veterans that they believe what they've written when you are a newbie in this organization, my girl, you're going to leave. You're not going to last long. You are not going to last long because remember, we have Israeli, Israeli. Then we have Dark City, Dark City, Eskom. I am yours. I'm not for the people. And then you have this where you have a showdown with the worms. We have a showdown with the you the worms, you know, and 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 you you are busy humbling them because that is what you are doing. You are humbling them by flaunting your intelligence and silencing them with your smartness. But you see, you you see, you should have learned from whose response, Nico Deacha, because when he weighed in and he responded to a worm, he reminded worm about the relevance and importance of these sessions, especially when running a city that is broken but unlike the doctor Teyaha's response was polite it was polite because he understood he's talking to his seniors here he's talking to the founders he's talking to people who can go and connive for you to to lead Gaplug if you are not careful so he really needs to make sure that he responds accordingly and Worm responded to him. I forgot what he said because that's not why we are here. But you know, um, and for those of you who are wondering who how who Auntie H and I guys, aunties are entered the chat, encouraging the queen to keep on keeping on. Like I said, you know, you have the worms. Then there's an auntie. Now dealing with arrogant worms when you are being cheered on by the dunny is something that must surely be exhausting. It must be exhausting because Gokala, your race is the biggest flop. And then there's the pressure that you get from your political rivals. And also, Auntie is just uh, cheering you on because you're you're doing what she wants 
to see happening. Uh, she wants to see the DA uh, in charge or leading. And, you know, that's what she wants. And she doesn't have to like you in order for that to happen. I mean, remember Ahang SA, DA joining and then it didn't even last despite uh, Antique busy kissing people here. Yeah. So if Mrs. Ahang herself could not honestly speaking what were they thinking what did they think was going to happen and so this is the third one I'm not saying you're not supposed to stand up for yourself and defend yourself when people come for you but you must be strategic you must be strategic you know and and when you do these things when you stand up and you defend yourself in a space that you know you shouldn't even be in but you're there because now you're there it becomes a problem it really does it becomes a problem because those people are going to build up you know whatever they have towards your resentment it's going to continue um multiplying and when it reaches that climax that is when they're going to show you that you're nothing and that is how reason number four came about immediately not long after this fact all of a sunday this 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 female mayor this the answer the solution to Joburg's problem became the problem itself you know allegations of corruption and maladministration were leveled against the DA-led administration it was not long after the public spat articles in the media changed lanes and her the media darling slowly became the villain and honestly speaking those articles signaled that there was trouble in paradise from the 27th of july the public spats occurred around the 5th of june 6th of june that's why i'm saying not long after all of a sunday now uh the coj is corrupt is maladministration you know what's funny the face of corruption is always black as is here and everything else was exposed about how there had always been general discontentment among parties over, you know, this coalition government's failure to reach an outright majority in the metro. And this is what I was saying about a minority. Minority can never understand what the majority means. And if you are going to be a coalition of minorities, it's even worse. And also, let's not forget that the first council sitting for the year 2022 was chaotic and that it set the tone for the months to come now instead of solutions arising problems kept on arising they kept on multiplying and in march battle lines were drawn in the city's governing coalition over the appointment of the cm and in june the city's mmc for economic development who was embroiled in a municipal tender role which intensified the friction that existed in the multi-party coalition government prompting the ANC caucus to open a case against Mbundu. Lest we forget the case of illegal acquisition of spying equipment being opened at the Hillbrook police station against the former mayor, the doctor, the speaker of council, and the DA in its entirety as the official opposition, where they said that they used the equipment and that there were allegations of irregularities in the appointment of the acting council secretary that were made at the time. Doctor seems to have forgotten these things. You know how she was quick to also go and defend other people 
and not even address the issues that were being raised by coalition partners. Now, why stand up to defend shady behavior with an arrogant smile? Why, Dr. Why? 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 And to respond to people who who have a memorandum to say, and, and this is your response to them, the very serious and upstantiated allegations made by councillors and rogue city officials of among other things fraud corruption and even espionage will not be left unchallenged there are internal policies and regulations that will guide the speaker of council and acting city manager mr brian maduka on the appropriate way to forward allow the process unfold without prejudice people are saying we don't recognize these people that you've appointed where now you come back and say i hear you but this is the line of march this is the line of march no paul it doesn't work like that it doesn't and this is what you are forgetting and sometimes when these people tell you to go and do this don't do that don't say it you may be protecting the da but it stays with you as an individual and if you're a black person it's even worse if you're an intelligent successful academic and you're black it makes it worse it makes it worse and that was number four and number four was not gonna be there it wasn't for number three or number one but the thing is your advisors your seniors they let you do all these wrongs so that when this day comes where you are booted out instead of saying sit down let's show you your flops they help you make noise and point fingers outside Welcome, welcome to the Conversations with Langwasi podcast, which is a podcast that is powered by Anchor, Anchor FM. Now, for those of you who are looking to start a podcast, um, Anchor is your go-to person. It makes the job easier. There is less of a hassle because everything is just right at your fingertips. <laughs> or your, your your keyboard legit um but do not say that i did not plug you anchor fm is your go-to person thank you done we're not done we're not done to not say i didn't plug you if you are in or around the city of ekurleni please do check out tay's beauty bar on instagram and on facebook it is a black female owned beauty um, mobile company and tay specializes in 
I don't necessarily say making you beautiful, but enhancing your beautiful features. Queens, she does full-on face beat. She also does lash extensions, and she also does nails, manicures, pedicures, and manicures for both male and female. Do not say I did not plug you, gents. Do not say I did not plug you, ladies. Tay's Beauty Bar. Also, there's a special running for October. Hurry on in before the month of October comes to an end. And we are back with our last segment, which touches on to what actually happened on the 30th of September. Now, on the 30th of September, the multi-party coalition in the city of Johannesburg collapsed after the mayor was removed. Now, let me tell you something. I've learned this in politics, in the space, especially student politics, which I always like to view as preparation. And politics, politics, Right? When you are going to be removed, it will get to your ears. It will get to you. If your forces, as you claim, or your comrades, as you claim, or your colleagues, as you claim, that you are in good relations with, as you claim, are genuine and they care, they will tell you. They will tip you off. But they will not fool you into thinking that you're safe. Because if they tell you to relax, it becomes a problem. Even if you know, I, I, I'm okay, I've got this. You understand? But it becomes a problem when you've been flopping throughout. It becomes a problem when you have been flopping throughout. You understand? Because now even these people, when they advise you, their advice is going to be so left that time. Singaga right, but it's very left. Now, despite her attempts to stop uh, her being removed from happening through garnering support from the masses with her hashtag heads off Johannesburg social media campaigning strategy to save the city, it didn't work. And that's the thing. Why are you going to run to social media? What about the ground? The masses on the ground, you know? So uh, even that heads off Johannesburg, I think for me, she wasn't supposed to do that. If the higher apps told the advisors to advise her to do this, this lady legit killed herself politically. And they gave her all the resources that she needed. And that's not right. I don't think it's okay. But I don't really. Because again, when Smiths. Now, the coalition consisted of the DA, Action SA, Ingata Freedom Party, uh, Freedom Front Plus, Patriotic Alliance, ACDP, COPE, BUIM, and the ATM. And she was ousted by 139 councillors, including those from the Patriotic Alliance. And then the ANC's Data Morero was installed as the executive mayor. Now, Action SA may have led the charge to have a member of the IFP elected as a speaker which was supported by all other partners of the coalition, 
But it was the DA who chose to look the other way and it rejected the proposal because it had its own candidate, which was an Alex Christians in mind. Now, it is very weird for the DA to want to shift the blame and not shed light on the arrogance they displayed whenever their coalition partners suggested something. Their arrogance and inconsiderate ways led the Patrick Alliance, the Patriotic Alliance to jump ship and vote with other disgruntled parties to install Umama Koli Makubene from COPE as the Speaker of Council. Now, this is a part that the doctor forgets to fill us in on. And you know, she should have also just said in the letter, yes, she also tried to, you know, to convince people to support this motion of Colleen. But the DA was like, no. And she was also just there like, well, the DA said no, so no. And it was like they forgot about the entire city manager saga, you know. It was like that was gone in the MMC in Kulumeko. You know, it was gone. These things always pile up. They always do. So it's weird to now want to say it's Colleen's fault and she was power hungry. When in actual fact, you failed to convince the DA to go with what you were saying. But also you failed to convince them because you don't have it in you to convince them. And I'm saying it, I'm very confident about it. Because again, what political knowledge and experience do you actually have? Maybe ask yourself if the letter received by the coalition, uh, the coalition technical team, the task team, from Antiza, Auntie H and her deputy, could have prompted what happened now. Because again, why are you going to continue undermining coalition partners? Why is it that you communicate to them through Helen? It doesn't make sense. You're undermining all other coalition partners. And... Uh, further anchoring your stance on not supporting this reconfiguration of the coalition that was being uh, presented now how does a coalition work when there's one person dominating it does not make sense then it's not a coalition and then yeah you're literally the bride and then Chobik is your groom because this uh-uh. I'm not referring to groomsmen and brides. I'm talking about flower boys and flower girls because that is what you were treating the conditions like. Forgetting, Hore, you would not be there if they did not join and hands with you guys. But because you're arrogant and you're the minority, you won't understand because arrogance is your thing. Hey, <laughs> but the doctor was quick to blame Action SA, despite them saying that they are willing to continue with their coalition in uh, Twane and Ekorin, just not Joburg. Now, why run to say the ANC is after you when it is not after you? It is your own seniors in your own party that want you gone. And, and, and they are helping you by every means necessary to degrade yourself. And you don't even see it. Because in your eyes, you're fighting for what's right. Why are you fighting like this? Why is Yanezer not holding your hand, making noise with you? It does not make sense to me. I mean, ever since your removal, you launched a court bid ne, to set aside uh, the speaker, Umam Makubele's decision to hold an extraordinary council meeting that revolved around your removal because you're so special right 
and you urge the courts to declare the adoption of the motion and Morero's appointment as invalid. Despite this court bid that you launched and all of that, you go and you tweet and you refer to this one as the mayor by asking him questions as the official opposition. So it makes me ask again, do you then understand or now you are leader of opposition or are you still, what's happening? What are your people telling you? What are your advisors actually telling you? And that was literally your second attempt to save yourself or your career as the mayor. Remember the first one was when you launched that hands-off campaign to save the city on social media platforms and not on the ground and it flopped because your bid to have the city interdicted was struck off the roll because the court reasoned that you had already been ousted before the matter could be heard virtually. Remember that? Yeah, the second one does not make sense. You're, you still call yourself the executive mayor. But you're here. There's a court bit that's saying you want to a, uh, you want the motion. You know there must be an adoption of the motion of uh, Morero's appointment as invalid. That means you acknowledge and recognize this man as the mayor and not yourself. My question is, why are you still doing what you're doing? And also, before Sizoti things are personal. Was it political or personal? Because the timing of things cannot be coincidental. This is what happens when you irritate the higher ups and your disconnectedness from the ground is what makes things worse, mama. How can the anti-poor stand by you when we are the majority, by the way? When you silenced their cries with an arrogant response that we would have expected from Stianese and not you. So stop it with embarrassing yourself and take your owl. I say this because not all hope is lost. Just stop it with the blame game if you aren't going to do the introspection. Because at the end of the day, I don't know if you forgot, if someone needs to remind you, doctor, you are still the first female mayor. And no one can take that away from you. But you can degrade your own yourself by allowing other people to show you how to do it. those of you who are new welcome to the conversations with angozi podcast thank you for tuning in and then to my family hello family i missed you too i missed you guys so so much i hope that you found today's episode informative uh this is not the last one If we don't talk about this, no one will. So we're going to start talking about these things and we're not going to wait for someone to tell us to talk about it. We are going to talk about it. If you listen to this episode and you found it interesting and you want to read up or read, yeah, read more about it, 
um please do click on the links provided below and also click on that subscribe button switch on that notification bell so that you do not miss out on new uploads but also do visit my blog for a much more in-depth written version of things that is less dramatic and more formal once again thank you so so much for tuning in much love